This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz, educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments, or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now here comes Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, and your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. All right, folks, you thought we were gone. No, we got another hour. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, welcome back to Hour 2, folks. Hey, don't forget, look for our shows on your favorite podcast platform. It's real easy. Just go to GunSportsRadio.com. That's GunSportsRadio.com. This hour is sponsored by Cali Key. Well, I tell you, drop in a Cali key into your AR-15 or AR-10, and it will instantly make California compliance. For more information, check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Also, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7. 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. All right, this segment is brought to you by San Diego County gun owners for $10 a month, folks. $10 a month. It's the best $10 you'll ever spend in your life. If you care anything about your Second Amendment, go to www.sdcgo.org. That's sdcgo.org. And with that being said, we've got the best blogger on the planet. The covert blogger, I might add, Joe Jermisi. And what are you talking about, Sunshine? Well, I'll tell you, it's not going to be dry fire practice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... um Actually, dry fire practice would have been a good one. We started uh, shooting oh, We're not going there again, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no. But we started back up at Pala yesterday and um, had an interesting... A lot of people could have had some... Uh, or probably thinking about the dry fire practice they didn't do over the last two oh, months. Oh, really? <laughs> a little but, rusty? Um, shaking yeah, some rust off? Are they open the range? Uh, they did. We broke it up a little bit, so we had smaller squads, and they spread them out over two shifts. But uh, it was working pretty well. The problem was when I got to my first stage and took my first shot, when I pulled the trigger, I got two shots. Right. And then I pulled it again, I got two more shots, which is a cool feature. What a neat but gun. They, uh, yeah, they frown on that. <laughs> Don't tell there, California. So, uh, <laughs> your, your Glock 34 turned into a Glock 18, just like that. Yeah, just like that. And, um, you know, the first time, too, my Glocks uh, never fail. Like Remember that. what you said last time? Yeah. This thing's been bulletproof. I've never yeah, had that's a problem. Right, so I jinxed it. But uh, fortunately, uh, the guys at the Glock store were great, so I just brought it in there what and was they wrong fixed with it, it up. It was uh, something in the trigger mechanism they oh. had to swap out. Gotcha. But, um, but it worked fine after that, because what's nice at the Glock store, too, they have their range there. So oh. I made sure this time I brought ammo with me and shot a bunch of it in yeah. there just to make sure it was okay. But um, no, this week we're going to talk about the uh, thing I didn't really want to be writing about and talking about again, but we're back to the COVID stuff. Right. Um, but what we I uh, was writing about, you know, finally the the protests I guess are starting, which I think are way overdue now. People are starting to I think get kind of fed up with this stuff. And um, what was interesting, well, I, I figured I'd poke the bear a little bit because um, 
in Michigan, uh, they were doing a protest and, and people showed up there <laughs> armed. They were all carrying guns totally and rifles and armed. stuff. And, um, you know, because if you throw that out there, that's a hot button thing. Is it because uh, the article I said, well, is it a good idea or a bad idea? Mm-hmm. And uh, people were just going crazy, arguing back and forth on both sides of that. But it got the politicians attention. Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, on the one hand, I, it's probably not a good idea. Right. But I mean, it's interesting because up there, you know, for one, it, it's perfectly legal Open carry is legal, and it's legal at their capital. So you can go on the capital property. Like here um, in California, for instance, you can't even carry concealed on uh, on capital grounds up there if you're up in the Sacramento area. Yeah. And um, but there, it's completely legal. So and these people were well behaved. They were, you know, completely legal. You know, doing just a little intimidating. Their rights. Well, yeah, and the idea, and and it's interesting because I I kind of started out with the article. I said, okay, it's a good idea or bad idea. But then, you know, in the first, as soon as I said that, I said, but there's really a deeper, more serious issue here. And, um, you know, the deeper serious issue is this wasn't a Second Amendment protest that they were protesting. They were protesting the government overreach and the abuse of of power in the Constitution that's been going on now under the guise of this, um, the COVID thing. And you're seeing that stuff all around the country, you're seeing it out here in California, finally, that people are standing up uh, to this stuff because, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier, you know, in the beginning when this started eight, what was it, eight weeks ago or something, whenever this stuff started, um, you know, the, the policymakers, the politicians, these people were listening to these, these dire forecasts of, you know, 2.2 million deaths and this and that, and they, nobody knew. So, you know, I, I could, um, I can give them a pass on all know, the they modeling. Took kind of, yeah. Yeah. And they took kind of drastic actions and okay, I could see that, but you know, for at least the last four weeks or so, it's been pretty obvious that, okay, the models aren't correct. Mm-hmm. This is not as serious, you know, as we were led to believe, but yet these restrictions are very serious. And if you look at um, what's happening, um, you know, I, economically around the country, uh, it's devastating and, it, and it's time to stop this. I mean, just out here in California, uh, the, the other day, the uh, CEO for Soup Plantation um, Closing said the they're, they're done. Gone. Nine, 95, uh, 95 facilities there, I guess, or 95 and restaurants. You know how many people work there? 4,000, they said. and <laughs> 4,000 um, jobs gone. And, yeah, for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and, and, and you're to, to, one of the things that I noticed, just to uh, step, step back uh, a little bit, one of the things I noticed is the question you asked was, is it a good idea? And a lot of the, it's a lot of the response tends to go to, well, you know, it's legal, or I'm able, or I should be able to, but that's not really your question. Your question is a a, a deeper uh, question. It's really more of a pragmatic question. You know, hey, you, you're not saying is it your right or is it not your right. You're not saying is it legal or is it not. Th- those are pretty easy to find out. You can look up the penal code and see whether or not it's legal, and it either yes, you know, yes it is, yes or no, it's not. Your question was, is this a good idea? Is this something that will further our cause or hurt our cause? Like this, make it better or make it worse? Yeah. Is this something that, that that is effective? Is this something that will change public policy or will it help not change public policy? Yeah. And at, and at a deeper level, and, and the articles I write, I, I try not to take a a hardcore position. Yes, this is good or yes, this is bad, you know, or no, it's no, it's not good. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of said in there, you know, it's probably not a good idea. But if you look at, again, deeper, which is, you know, my whole point when I write these things is to try to get people to think about it and come up with their own opinions on it. And this one was a pretty good hot button one because there was all, all sorts of arguing and commenting and stuff on it. 
But, you know, if you go a little bit deeper, okay, if you say it's a bad idea, well, why is there this this idea that when I see an armed civilian, if I see somebody with a, a holstered gun or, you know, even a long gun, you know, slung, that right away I'm supposed to be afraid of that. But if I see a police officer, I'm fine with that. And there are people, I mean, I'm not, I'm fine with seeing armed police officers. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, me but there's a chunk of people in this country that would argue about that and saying that is intimidating and that is scary to them. But it, and but I'm saying we've been conditioned to think that yeah. way, which that's kind of our fault, I think, as gun owners for letting that develop that way. But if you read the Second Amendment, you know, part of it, the reason the Second Amendment is there is to keep the government from taking over. And I think by showing up that, look, we are armed. We have the ability to protect ourselves and our rights. So, you know, like, don't tread on me. Well, see, and, and some of the com- commenters on that article made that that point. And, and I, you know, I said it was, yeah, I don't know how effective it is, but it is appropriate for that reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was supposed to be, I mean, not supposed to be, but the Second Amendment is there primarily for the people to be able to protect themselves. Right from a, a tyrannical government, which I, I don't know that we have right now. I, I think if the founders could see what we have right now, they'd say that. Oh, they'd say it for but, sure. But I mean, the things that this government is doing now, and it's mostly the state governments right. now, the stuff that they're doing under the guise of this, this COVID virus, this emergency mm-hmm. is moving in that direction. So I think from these people just showing these arms, not threatening anybody right. or anything, but I think that, I think that's the appropriate part of this because it's it's a reminder i think well you got to admit looking at the videos and the way they're dressed and the what they're carrying the type of weapons they're carrying which is all legal in that state mm-hmm. it, it got the attention of the politicians i mean they all went out and bought you know bulletproof vests well and they responded the way you would think that and that that supports the argument from the other side that says no this is not appropriate because it's hurting our cause because they responded like you were saying there right. were there were legislators up there that were wearing bulletproof vests. Which they shouldn't be legislators if they don't know what the Second Amendment right is. Well, yeah, I know. But, I mean, why are you afraid of these people? Why do you feel like you need to wear a bulletproof vest? Why do you suppose? When you do something <laughs> wrong, you get afraid, you know, when you're doing the wrong thing. I mean, that's how I see it. But, but there's a lot of stuff like that going on out here. And I, and I think we were talking about this the other night. Um, you know, this stuff is going to start winding down. But I think what's going to wind it down is the, the pressure from the public. Um, right. And again, these I kinds of protests, so. not not necessarily armed protests, but, um, you protests. know, we were talking about uh, localities just standing up. You saw the uh, was it the um, is the Riverside or yeah. sheriff up there? Riverside. Chad, Chad Bianco uh, basically said he not basically quite literally stated, I am not enforcing these laws. Right. And yeah. the Orange County sheriff, to an extent, said that said something very similar. And, and a then lot San of Bernardino as well. It. Yeah. I mean, Riverside, San Bernardino are as pretty much as good as open sam uh orange is uh much closer than san diego san diego we're uh, there's yeah w- there's there are things moving in the right direction i'll just say that well but, and, that, and but, that's what i'm saying but not we're not there yet we're not we're not there yet no, I, but- I think within the next two years two weeks from what i have the conversations i've had and what i've uh who the people i've talked to i think within the next two weeks we're going to see some really good news and i'm not going to get too much more into it than that all right. Hey, great job, buddy. How can they find your blog? Ah, you can go to our uh, sdcgo.org. <laughs> 
Sarah Co- what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing it to S-A-R-A. I don't care how it's spelled. Look for the blog page once you get to our website. You have to search around a bit. It's under news, I think, now. Put it out there on the front page. SDCGO.org slash blog. SDCGO.org slash blog. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. And we've got a television star coming up next right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. California assault weapon laws makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What is the solution? That would be Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. Cali Key. Go to CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. This segment is sponsored by the good folks at U.S. Law Shield. Go to USLawShield.com. If you own a firearm, talk to the good folks at U.S. Law Shield about what happens after the bang. All right. So board op Brendan is pulling music from my forty postulates that I posted. And if anybody follows me on Facebook, they'll know what You're I'm talking 40 about. Forty what? Forty music postulates. What the hell's a postulate? It sounds like you had to be a doctor. <laughs> I just yeah, I got a couple extra minutes of free time on my hands. Uh, with this you surely do. You and your postulates. <laughs> anyway, good job, Brendan. Excellent job. Hey, so we're supposed to be interviewing Lenny McGill from uh, Glock Store. And uh, Glock Store is here in, in town. They do a fantastic job. They have a, a national uh, catalog that most people probably know them from. And if you've been to any of the gun shows in Southern California, you've probably seen them. Um, if you've been on the internet and been a gun owner for any length of time, you've definitely seen Lenny in the Glock Store. They do a great job. Um, and they are actually offering. So everybody get ready for this. This is a very, very cool promotion. So get ready to write write it down. Pull over. And if you're driving in your car, get ready to write this down. <laughs> so the Glock store offered a promo. It's code GUNSPORTS10. G-U-N-S-P-O-R-T-S. GUNSPORTS10. And that will give you an enormous discount. It's valid until midnight uh, a week from now, 517 2020 not valid for firearms or custom services, uh, but it's uh, for all their other uh, products. You want to uh, go on their website, order, and then put in Gun Sports 10. You'll get a nice, deep discount. So uh, thank you very much, Glock Store, for doing that. I don't know. if You've been to Glock. You were just there yesterday. You were just talking about a story how they helped you out. You walked in. You had a problem with your firearm. Walked in, walked out, and it, it took you. They, they fixed your problem and test your gun in, in less than an hour, right? And they're great. Yeah, and... and um you know, again, I don't, I don't get to have many problems with the Glock, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to quit saying. A couple of that. times I did. Yeah, you go in there, and that's what's really nice, because um, and that's it's one of the good features of a Glock too is they're so simple for the most part. I mean, you go in there, they've got gunsmiths back there, they take it apart, and um, literally, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and uh, and you're good. They've got all the parts they need. They got everything there, and um, something I did this time too. Um, 
you know, I brought some ammo with me. And since they have the three ranges there, you could actually take it in. You could, you know, check it out, shoot your gun and uh, make sure everything's good. So, yeah. yeah. Great service there. And even with the COVID stuff, um, it was not busy. I mean, there were people in there, but it was not bad. They had a sign in sheet at the front. Um, you know, I, I pretty much went right in. I think I waited a few minutes or something and uh, they're great doing a great job there. Yeah, if you've not been to the Glock store, it's very cool. They have a couple of, they're a little different. Their range is different. It's not uh, like your typical uh, lane style range. It's a room. So you have not quite 360 degrees, uh, but what, 180? You're, you're, you're an engineer. What yeah, you about like 200 probably degrees. More or? Than that. Yeah, and, and they do uh, specific classes in there where, you know, the instructor can go in there with you. They could play around with the lights. You can do low light uh, kind of training, things like that. And, um, you know, the instructor can follow you around in there as you uh, shoot in different directions. So it's um, it's and, good, actually. They have a lot to do. Or it's really uh, just there's a lot they can do in there, I guess. And there's three different ranges, I believe, they have there at the store. Yeah. Big, medium, and little. And, yeah. Well, <laughs> be small, medium, and large. Small, medium, and large. <laughs> and a, a nice classroom facility, too, upstairs. Yeah, so. we've had many a meeting there. Um, I don't know how many people they could fit up there, but we had uh, we've done a couple of different events. We did a open house for realtors event up there where we had sixty realtors come through and learn about guns and CCWs. Yeah, and, and nice big facility. Yeah, I know. I've had fifty people up there in one of the CCW uh, seminars, and it was fine. We weren't crowded at all. We had plenty of room up there. Yeah. So. For those of you who are interested, by the way, in a, in a uh, uh, in having gotten your CCW yet, we did a an online. Uh, CCW seminar. We're going to do another one towards the end of the month. So, so you know, sign up for our email list. Become a member. Sign up for our email list at least. To follow us on Facebook, and we're going to do that again. We had a hundred people on that on that seminar. We put together a new presentation that shows that incorporates permidium, and we actually revised the good cause worksheet so that it really walks you through how to write. Uh, your good cause statement. So if you go to our website, sdcgo.org slash ccw, you can see the new good cause worksheet. And we're going to have a new video up probably, probably going to have that up in the next couple weeks. Uh, but for now, we're teaching those CCW classes and Glock Store has been uh, phenomenally uh, supportive with, with that whole effort. So, but yeah, so they have uh, ranges, they have very cool one-on-one -on -one instruction. Um, they do all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, the, the, uh, but they also have, I mean, every kind of accessory, <laughs> yeah, every kind of Glock, every kind of accessory, um, all kinds of really cool stuff. So they did, yeah, a full line of sights uh, up there, um, sights for your handgun. There's um, there's a lot of uh, extra stuff, too. Uh, apparel, I guess, is that what you call it? Yeah. Uh, a lot of cool Glock uh, logo stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really nice store. It's, I, I enjoy going up there every time. It's uh, just great service and a great store. A lot of stuff. Is that now? Is that where you go mainly for? Because you were shooting a Glock thirty four. Is that why you went there? Right, thirty four. Um, yeah, and that's just because I've got three different Glocks uh, and um, the thirty. I mean, I go there because I know I could go in and uh, I'm going to get back out of there in fifteen twenty minutes and it's going to be fixed. As opposed to you know sometimes you've got to leave the gun. If, you know, you go to different places. Well, they're experts like at what they do. Yeah, well, and it helps, again, that the Glocks are pretty simple. I think there's three pins on there. You push out and the whole thing comes apart. So yeah. uh, so it's easy for Don't them to do Michael that. Don't tell Michael that. Yeah. He'll never figure but, um, I'll, I, Unless you lose the pins. Or, or the spring well, goes. <laughs> well, but again, too, and that, that's part of why I think they're so reliable because they're not so dependent on, on all that on precision technology. stuff. I mean, you know, they, I, like I said, I got mine. The first one I bought was just 
because there was no thinking that went into it. It's just all the instructors at the class I took. Oh, I got to get one too. So, okay, I'll buy a Glock. And it just, it worked out perfectly for me. And I got two more. So I got what class? Did, what was your first class? I went to Poway Weapons and Gear. I took a, a basic handgun class because I said, okay, I need to learn how to do this. So that was the first class I went to. So you took the class before you bought the gun? I did. And what, 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 it, so you made the decision to buy a gun and then said, I'm going to take a class first. Yeah, because I wanted to buy a handgun. And I mean, aside from shooting one in the Navy, I, I really didn't have any experience, didn't know anything about it. So I thought, okay, let me go take a class and see what they do. So we went there, um, you know, I rented a gun and, um, you know, I'd always heard about Glocks and stuff and all the instructors had Glocks. I thought, yeah, okay, well, this is fine. I mean, it feels okay. I didn't know anything else. <laughs> so, uh, and I was going to get a Glock 17 and when I went to buy it, they were out. So they said, well, try the 34. It's the same thing, a little bit longer. And uh, so, okay. And as it turns out, that was actually better because I got into the the, you know, the competitive shooting. Sure. Yeah. And the 34 is probably a little bit better for that. So, uh, yeah, I just got into it that way. That's funny fine. that they talked into the 34. Well, because they didn't <laughs> yeah, have any 17s. So, yeah, I got up. Well, I don't know if you even got upsold because I don't think it was a difference in price so yeah. much. But Well, no, but it's just like buying a car. Yeah. Well, we don't have that four-cylinder anymore, but we do yeah. have a V8. Here's a Corvette. Yeah, right. It'll be just as good. A little bit more price, but you'll love it. You'll I love understand it. you want a Taurus, but here's a Corvette. <laughs> I know. Same thing. Same Four thing. wheels. It's going to get you where you need to go, I'm telling you. You know, so it's interesting. I, I got to tell you, I think that's one of my biggest regrets with guns is uh, I started buying before I started learning. Right. And I think that uh, you, you should go out there. That's a scary thought. <laughs> well, and I think a lot of we're you know a lot of especially men we think we know everything we think that we uh, do don't we? you know shooting is about muscle and brawn and you know, it's not it's just being ridiculous but uh one thing we are doing is and we're gonna now i'll just talk about it now we're gonna we're gonna launch a a web page on our website uh called what the gun hashtag what the gun and uh it's going to feature uh every beginning uh, shooter course in San Diego. So someone will be able to go there or more importantly, if you're listening and you know, people who are new at shooting or want to buy a firearm, you're going to, it's going to be a one-stop shop for you to show them resources. So they're going to, there's going to be a map. They'll be able to go, all right, I'm in North County. Here are the two or three places that offer first time shooter mm -hmm. courses in North County. Here's a couple of, you know, bits of information, a mm -hmm. couple of, uh, uh, informational videos, that sort of thing. And it'll help people, uh, you know, make the right decision. It'll help, help, uh, help them, uh, you know, do the right thing so that they are successful right off the bat. And uh, that's going to be launched hopefully within about the next uh, about the next month or so. Let's say two months, just in case. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I really do. I think that you did it the right way, Joe. I, I think do that's, too. That's what you should do. How'd you yeah. figure that out? I, I don't know. Maybe the teacher engineers the stuff in me. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. But when we come back, there's a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, AO Sword, man, they've got thousands of pandemic panic buyers. Just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. 
A.O. Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. They have hundreds of different new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or a collectible cowboy iron, you'll find it all at A.O. Sword. They also have a professional gunsmith with a full machine shop. They can clear, they can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. A.O. Sword Firearms is a 929 <laughs> East Main Street, just off Mollison and El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively supporting your rights. See for yourself with their legal and technical updates on Facebook. Check out AOSword.com or call them at 619-749-4867. And if you want to know how Cerakote spelled, S-A-R-A-C-O-A-T. <laughs> with that being said, we have our technical expert, David Chong on the line. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing too hard to, to talk. <laughs> hey, I'm changing Michael. the name on the script. It's S-A-R-A-C-O-A-T. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I, I'm just listening to Michael gracefully laugh at you in the background. Everybody laughs at me. Wait, he's, he's laughing with you, Yeah. right? That's hey, right. but it sounded better, didn't it? As long as, that's fantastic. As long as we're all laughing. Serio. Those sound like good people. Yeah, exactly. How you doing, buddy? Spell it phonetically next time. Good. I'm just uh, uh, expressing my love to all my moms and uh, and uh, all the mothers out there. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk today about uh, uh, handgun sights uh, and sighting systems. Mm. uh, most guns come with uh, white dot sights, the traditional three dot sights. There's some com- uh, competition pistols or target pistols that come with blacked out bladed sights. Um, but uh, some of the higher end guns, as well as option packages on everything from Glocks to HKs, uh, uh, do have uh, night sights available. And I really recommend night sights at least for uh, a defensive handgun because uh, odds are uh, somebody who needs shooting because they're a bad guy, uh, they, they tend to do their stuff at night um, and, and even they're likely indoors. And so you, if you have to pull your pistol out in self-defense, uh, you're going to be able to see those sights to line them up on the target. We're good guys, and so we uh, own every bullet we send down range so we want to be sure that every time we press that trigger, it's going into our intended target. So, Dave, let me yeah, ask you this yeah. dummy, dummy question. What's the difference between a, a, a daytime sight and a nighttime sight? Sure. A um, couple ways to answer that question. Uh, a, a traditional sight, just a, a white dot sight or something that does not have uh, a nighttime capability, uh, those are, those are uh, relying on the contrast between the white dots and the black bladed outline of the uh, of the front post and the rear dovetail itself uh, for you to get a good sight picture. Um, of course, at night, you're not going to have any contrast because uh, everything's dark. Mm-hmm. So uh, you really can't see where you're aiming unless you happen to be shooting into a well-lit space, which is often not the case. Bad guys tend to like the shadows just mm-hmm. like cockroaches. Right. Good, um, good analogy. So with a night sight, um, you've got a 
little vial of radioactive tritium. I know that sounds freaky, but there's not enough radiation to result in any measurable exposure <clears throat> to a person. And that tritium uh, self-glows in the dark. It's not like your your glow toys from childhood where you had to hold them up to a light in order to get them to charge. These are these are not they're constantly glowing uh, day and night all the time. And so then when you pull that pistol out of your uh, holster uh, or uncover it from concealment, uh, those those lights those night sights are already glowing. And you can uh, get yourself a good sight picture and uh, uh, fire when ready. Gotcha. The uh, the other kind of daylight sight that sometimes people refer to is a high visibility sight. And uh, as our eyes age, mine included, it gets uh, harder and harder for me to uh, see those those contrast sights, those white dot or, or black bladed sights. And so, what these high visibility sights do is they've got actual light pipes, fiber optic light pipes, and they gather all of the available light along their length, and then they, they project it out the end. And so you see a very bright uh, dot in the center of your uh, sight, even during daytime. Uh, and the, the brighter it is, the brighter that dot glows. Usually the front sight is a different color than the rear sight uh, fiber optics, and so that helps you get a good sight picture in the day. And I want to talk about my favorite sites. Uh, those are actually combination daytime, nighttime sites. Uh, they're made by uh, TrueGlow. Uh, that's their TFX line. And these sites incorporate the best of both worlds. They give you the daytime fiber optic glow, but then tritium vials light up those, uh, those fiber optic rods at night. So you're also getting good night sites. Uh, one of the problems, one of the drawbacks with uh, running night sights on a pistol is, unfortunately, the, the, the same thing that makes them so good at night, which is that, uh, that vial that glows, it also kind of dulls them during the day so they're not quite as visible during the day. These TFX sights from uh, TrueGlow uh, solve that problem by making them very bright during the day and night. All it takes is money. It's about a hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five dollars for a set of those sites, plus the little installation fee. Mm-hmm. Have you ever run those? No, I've not. Uh, but it, it brings up a good point because my eyesight is not as good as it used to be, and I, I wear monovision, so I have to shoot left-handed because I can't shoot right-handed because I would not hit anything. <laughs> Well, uh, you bring up a good point um, as uh, whether for competition or uh, even tactical use or as a great crutch for uh, guys and gals as they get older. Uh, you know, our our site, we, we have we tend to have uh, more and more challenges being able to uh, get a good depth of field in our in our focal plane. So if we focus on our front sight, which might even be a challenge uh, just because it's so close. Uh, we, we really get the, uh, the distance to target very, very blurry. And so red dot sites, which have really come into their own in the past five years, there's now just a tremendous number of options. And instead of a, looking at a thousand dollar 
price tag, you're you're down into the couple hundred dollars for a, a really a serviceable good red dot. Um, these make it so that a a little projected hologram of a dot is uh, uh, or 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 reflected. Uh, image of a dot is floating in a little window pane sitting on top of your uh, handgun. And you can see that dot very clearly in the exact same focal plane as your target. So you can look at your target and there's a, just a red dot floating there in space that's only visible to you behind the gun. And you can just focus on your target and what your target's doing, what your target's hands are doing, uh, and not have to worry about that uh, uh, eternal problem of you know front sight focus and and figuring out where what your target's doing while you're focused on your front sight. You know that's that answers a lot of questions why I don't shoot as much as I do. I truly need to add a, a red dot to my to my uh, my Smith and Wesson. We, we have had customers who uh, have come back in tears of joy, saying, "I put down my pistols five years ago because I couldn't see anymore." Yeah. And we retrofit their pistols with a red dot sight, and suddenly they find the joy of shooting again, and they recognize that it has – they still got it. It's just the eyes have quit. Right. Um, but, man, to be able to shoot your pistols again – and, of course, the same thing works on uh, rifles and carbines, but uh, uh, which is where these things started. They started as uh, um, uh, devices on rifles – to and, and carbines to maintain a wide situational awareness while you could quickly do target acquisition and target transitions, keeping both eyes open. Uh, now with modern technology, they become smaller and smaller until now they're micro miniature and they can fit on top of a handgun. And even on a semi-automatic, they're, they're durable enough to withstand that cycling of the slide, getting battered back and forth in, mm. in and out of battery. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Me I, too. I, I've been really uh, wondering, you know, <laughs> like they, they have been, uh, I'd say the last, uh, whatever, five years or so, but especially within the last year, it, it seems like they have just taken off and have, have be, they're not even exotic anymore. It's they're, they're right. just, you know, people just, they're, they're, becoming more and more common and i really have been curious as to uh you know is this a fad is it is it a good thing is it a bad thing you know but uh it's it's extremely interesting I'm glad you brought it up dave well it's one of the reasons like i said earlier i don't shoot with you guys because i can't see you know that well well that's why we want you to come shoot with us so we, <laughs> we feel better about yeah it. right then i buy <laughs> lunch i know how that that game is played so guess what david i will probably come down and visit with you because i would like to shoot again yeah, we'd love to get you shooting. You, you'll enjoy it. You, there's a great deal of satisfaction finding out that your your hands have still got it. Yeah. Well, I'm not shaky. I just can't see. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> is there a particular is there a brand that you like, or are there a bunch of different brands? So I love uh, the Stig Romeo one. Uh, it has a great blend of price point and features and durability. For a pistol, the Sig Romeo one. The Sig Romeo yeah. one goes on a pistol. It does indeed. Oh, that's yep. cool. There's a Romeo 5 that goes on a rifle, uh, a Romeo 3 that can go either way. Uh, I wish they didn't do that with their naming convention, but they did. Yeah. But the Romeo 1 is a miniature red dot sight and another one pistol. So I'm going to tell you folks from, from actual experience, I, I picked up a, 
what did I get? A 1022 from A.O. Sword. And I talked to the gunsmith back there, and, I, and he says, you want to put a sight on it? And I go, sure. He says, which one do you want? I said, the one you want. He goes, what? I go, put the sight on the gun that you would want on that gun. And I couldn't be happier. So if you don't know what you want, that's why you go to a gunsmith that knows what is the best way to go. Wouldn't you kind of agree with that, Dave? I mean, if you know, that's one thing. But if you don't know, you're better off letting the gunsmith tell you what to do versus you spending gobs of money trying out different sites before you finally find the one you like. It's absolutely true. One of our uh, mottos at AO Sword is we will ask the questions that you don't know to ask, or we will answer the questions that you don't know to ask. Absolutely. We'll ask you. What, what do you intend to use it for? What kind of shooting? What kind of targets? Mm-hmm. What, what environment? What ranges? And uh, based upon your answers, not, not what our preconceived notions are, but no. based upon our body of knowledge and what you need the gun to do for you, we'll suggest uh, solutions. Your guy did exactly that because he told me, he said, well, what do you plan to do with it? And I said, well, right now, nothing. <laughs> he, says, he said, I just want it because it makes me feel like a real man. It looks good. You know, I carried around the house in my boxer shorts, sure. and I feel strong. Change the channel on the TV. With yeah, it. exactly, with it. I get it. All right. Yeah. All, all 22 rimfire <laughs> caliber. <laughs> exactly, <huh? laughs> exactly. David, you know, you are absolutely the best, I'm telling you. And it's just a joy having you on. Truly. I mean, you treat everybody like as if it was their first time shooting, and they're happy with it, whether you're a full-time shooter or a first-time shooter. You want somebody that has the patience to walk you down the road, and you don't spend any more money than you have to, and you're happy when you're done. Thanks, buddy. You're the best. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. AOSword.com, folks. That's where they got Sarah Coat. You can't get it any better. Sarah Coat. Sarah Coat. S A R A C O A T. (laughs) Right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec, direct impingement, AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here, excuse me, to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. P-R-M-I Mortgage, P-R-M-I Mortgage, res.com backslash alpine. 
That's the refi bell has been ringing for many, and the home mortgage interest rates have dropped to the floor, and it's a very historic low. So if you're looking to buy, refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com backslash alpine. All right. Our favorite segment is on as we speak. Before we launch into the segment, though, you were talking about uh, you always do a really great job of promoting membership to San Diego County Gun Owners. Absolutely. Appreciate that very much. My and pleasure. Like you said, the, the very cheapest uh, that you can get involved is 10 bucks a month. And uh, I was I was thinking a little bit about it when you were talking. And I got to tell you, I've said it before. I don't think it gets said enough. That is the most effective $10 oh. that you can give in politics. Without a doubt. Period. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're in the middle of uh, a, a crisis. And mm-hmm. no matter where you are on the, the spectrum of opinions on this crisis, there are elected officials whose metal is being tested right now. Yep. And uh, frequently people, you know, want to support good politicians. They want to make sure that good politicians get elected. But, you know, everybody's busy with, with kids and, and a career and your elderly parents taking care of them. There's a lot going on in your life. And I, 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 there's a lot going on in everybody's life. So you don't know where to put that money. You don't know how to support these these politicians. And uh, that $10 that you donate to San Diego County Gun Owners so that we can vet these politicians and get the word out about who to vote for, I mean, that's that's the most effective $10 you can possibly uh, spend. Because spend. Um, I tell you, I get hit daily. Well, if you don't donate today, we're not going to be able to do this. Or if we don't donate today, I am so sick and tired of that. I delete, 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 delete. But I donate to you. Because I know you will do way more than what my $10 is spending. Yeah, well, I, I get those emails, too. The, the sky is falling emails. Don't you, you hate know, that? Is that what they, yeah. we need? We need $3 right now, or the whole world's going to fall <laughs> And we'll apart. double it. And we don't do that. We send out one email, uh, usually on Thursday, and it, it basically says, here's what we're doing. Here's some information. Here's how you can get involved. <laughs> Um, and oh, by the way, here's a button if you want to join us. But we that email goes out to over ten thousand people, right? And we're at about eighteen hundred members. Eighteen hundred. I think we just went over, didn't we, Joe? Did we just go over eighteen hundred? Yeah, it's a little bit over eighteen hundred now. Wow. So of those ten thousand emails, you know, only about eighteen hundred. And I I hope that we are rewarded for not sending out the sky is falling emails. You don't Thank get you. three emails from us a day, or you don't get three emails from us a week. No, um, you barely get three per month. So Hopefully, everybody out there, you know, either you're already a member or uh, or, you, or if you need to rejoin, please do uh, if you can. Um, and, uh, you know, get a couple of your buddies, uh, a couple of family members, uh, your spouse, whatever, to join, too. We want to get that number over 2,000. There's an election right around the corner. Yeah. If you want your if you want your. Well, if you want your rights protected, ten dollars is not a bad investment. Second Amendment insurance—that's what yeah. I call it. Heck, you know what? I'm going to upgrade mine when I get home tonight. Yeah, I'm serious. I just—I don't know why. I'm just sitting here thinking about because it it's not ten dollars. There's all kinds of stages, folks, yeah. and each stage gets you a, a little, few more benefits. A little bit more, yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Dave. That means a lot. Thank you. I'm gonna. I'm serious. Okay, so the, here's the segment. Sam the Gunman comes on every week, uh, and we do a little segment called Stump my nephew and sam's my nephew sammy there yep how you doing buddy i'm doing all right good <laughs> sam is uh at the uh, well said well stated been uh at the ripe old age of 
20. He will be 21 on on uh, August uh, 15th, right? Yep. And that's the second coolest thing that's going to happen that day. The first coolest thing, of course, is gun problems. Our San Diego County Gun Owner Second Amendment Celebration Dinner, where you'll be able to meet Sam the Gun Man. He's coming in uh, hot from Virginia to join us at the festivities. He's my nephew. Uh, he's really good at gun trivia. So every week we have somebody write in and ask a question. If we use your question, you get a T-shirt. If you stump my nephew, you get the T-shirt and you get a hat. Ooh. Ah. There you go. Hey, you've been listening, Sam? Um, no, I have been enjoying a delicious dinner with your parents. Oh, all right. Well, Brendan the board op uh, has been uh, working in bands from my 40 postulates. I thought you'd appreciate that. I like it. I, I like it. I've been sort of mulling those over throughout the past few days. That's what you do with a postulate. It, you mull it over. That's exactly what a postulate's for. <laughs> All right, my friend. Um, let's see. This is from Sally in, in Fallbrook. Sally in Fallbrook wants to know, this is a very Fallbrook question, too. Uh, what is the difference between a forty-five Colt and a forty-five Long Colt? What is the difference between... A 45 Colt and 45 Long Colt. Thanks very much for the question, Sally. Um, and as for that being a very Fallbrook question, I have no idea what the heck that means, so <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it. Um, now, in naming firearm cartridges, you quickly get down this really complicated rabbit hole where things aren't exactly what they're called, and so they have to be named other things to avoid confusion. So the cartridge we call 45 Long Colt is actually just called 45 Colt. But in order to distinguish it from uh, older cartridges like 45 Schofield, we call it 40, well, we started calling it 45 Long Colt, and the name sort of stuck. That's amazing. Okay, so first, the reason it is a very Fallbrook question is that if you're going to find, I, I would I would venture a guess, Joe, I, maybe, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but I would venture a guess that the, the the highest percentage of gun owners who have a forty five long colt, if if you you know pull all the different communities in San Diego County, I'll bet you the highest percentage would be in Fallbrook. Is that because of the cowboy shooting up there? Exactly, <laughs> man. That's like it's like an old town kind of you know. Uh, it's a very cool little town. It's beautiful. There's a lot of old school kind of rancher feel kind of to it, and so that's that's why I think that's a very Fallbrook. I don't know. Man. Hopefully. Well, for those of you who do live in Fallbrook and have a firearm chambered for 45 Long Colt or 45 Colt, you can safely chamber and fire 45 Schofield out of it as it is a shorter and less powerful cartridge. If you happen to have a revolver in 460 Smith & Wesson Magnum, um, of which there is only one model, um, then you can safely fire 460, 454 Casul, 45 Colt, 45 Schofield, and anything shorter than that. Well, Correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sally from uh, Fallbrook uh, absolutely agrees with you. She said that uh, she indicated that it was really the invention of the 45 ACP for the 1911s uh, that uh, prompted the change from just calling it 45 Colt to 45 Long Colt. And uh, yeah, I, you know, the projectile obviously are both 45 caliber, but the Long Colt was for a uh, revolver and it had a longer case. Um, so I'm assuming that's why they decided to call it 45 Long Colt. But, uh, yeah, you're exact. Not only are you right, but everything uh, on top of that is absolutely right. And you got, you got to be careful. I actually fired. It was a Ruger. I think it was a Red Hawk or a Super Hawk that, uh, that fires the 454. 
and a couple other calibers. But the one caliber it's not meant for is 44 Magnum. And they gave me 44 Magnum rounds at the range, and that's a bad thing. Ooh. Thank you, Sam. Awesome <laughs> Thanks, job. Uh, thanks very much. Um, a pleasure to be on the show as always. And everyone who's listening, make sure you use the right ammo. Yeah, absolutely. You're the best. Hey, folks, podcast listeners, make sure you listen to all our first hour and second hour. Just go to your podcast podcast forum. It's uh, gunsportsradio.com. Firearms, legal protection, great uh, sponsor. Tango County gun owners, spend that $10. U.S. Law Shield, Cali Key, PRMI Mortgage, Law Office of John Dillon, the Gun Range San Diego, A.O. Sword Firearms. want to thank Michael Schwartz, Joe Germisi, Lance Pelkey, and Brendan Thomas, our wonderful board op. Go to gunsportsradio.com for podcasts and updates. And don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. Bob Siegel is in the house on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.